You're listening to Wealthy-esque. We are a community of lawyers who believe that true wealth is having control of our time. I'm Ro Thomas, and as a busy wife, mom, and former big law associate, I know all too well the tension between the culture of the legal profession and pretty much everything else you want to do in life. That's why each week I'm bringing you the information and tools you need to improve your money mindset and manage your money to create true wealth. Because ultimately, it's not about the money. It's about the freedom and flexibility the money affords. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I hope you're doing well and having an amazing day so far. Today, we are taking it back with a rewind episode. This episode is all about the mistaken belief that some people are just inherently good with money and some people aren't. If you are believing that, it is not true and it's keeping you from all the things that you could be accomplishing with your money. So I want you to take a listen to this episode, start shifting that belief and start understanding the truth about what it takes to be good with money, to manage your money well, and to build wealth. Let's dive in. Today, we are talking about the idea that some people are just born good with money. The idea that being good with money is some inherent talent or some innate quality that some lawyers have and others don't. And if you don't have it, then you're just out of luck and there's nothing you can do about it. I hear people say things like that all the time where they will define themselves as just not good with money or I'm just a spender or I just can't keep up with a budget, or whatever it is, like defining themselves by these qualities of not managing their money the way they want to. And they talk about it as though it's just something you have or you don't. But there is no X factor. There's no special talent that some people are blessed with at birth to be able to manage their money, some divine gift from God, right? Yes, there might be Some people who like numbers and like personal finance stuff more than others, which means that they probably are going to spend more time consuming that type of content, like reading books and listening to podcasts and that kind of thing. That's me. I enjoy that stuff, which is why I do the work that I do and I feel really passionate about it. But it's not an X factor that I have and you don't. I've just taken the time to learn about personal finance over the years and I put that information that I've learned into practice. I implemented it in my own finances to achieve the goals that I had for myself and my family. And if you don't know my story, I was in massive debt. I didn't know what I was doing from day to day. I used to overdraft my bank account sometimes, right? All that kind of stuff. But over the years, I learned how to manage my personal finances better. And now here I am teaching lawyers how to manage theirs too. So I'm living proof that there is no X factor. It's not some trait that you're just born with or not. Managing your money well is a skill that you can learn. If you believe some people are just good with money and some aren't, I really want you to hear me on this next part. That is an excuse that your brain is offering to you. It's a way for your brain not to have to deal with change, for you not to have to do different things from what you're doing now. Our brains like consistency. They want things to stay the same. They want to avoid the discomfort that can come with change. So if your brain can make you believe that some people are just born with the skill and you weren't, then you think there's nothing you can do about it, there's nothing you can do to change your situation, and you can just keep going along doing what you're doing now. 
When you believe that you're not going to take the steps to learn how to manage your money, you're going to throw your hands up, chalk it up to you not having this X factor. And ultimately, the idea that you're not good with money becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, not because you're actually just not good with money, but because you're avoiding learning the skills to manage your money better and you're making mistakes that you don't have to make if you would just learn the skills and you keep yourself in a cycle of never improving your finances. There is nothing special about me or anyone else who's learned to manage their finances, anyone who has learned to pay off their debt, anyone who has learned to save, anyone who's learned to build wealth. We are just willing to do things that you aren't willing to do yet. We've been willing to take the time to learn about money. We're willing to sacrifice in the short term for long-term goals that we have. I talk to a lot of lawyers who don't want to wait for things. They want them right now. Like I gave the analogy recently of a young kid who wants to do all the things on their own, but they're not quite strong enough. And if they try to lift something that's too heavy, then they hurt themselves. Versus when they get a little older, they've built those muscles and they can lift the thing and it's not a problem. Same thing with your finances. A lot of lawyers try to do too much too soon while their finances are still weak. And that's how you hurt yourself, right? That's how you end up in the paycheck to paycheck cycle or with maxed out credit cards or with no savings. You have all the things that you want. You have the dream house, the dream car, the dream whatever, but it doesn't feel like a dream. It feels like a lot of stress. And it's only because your finances weren't yet strong enough to take those things on yet. You already had debt with payments coming out or you didn't have a cushion or you didn't know how to manage the money you had coming in and you weren't willing to wait to get those things taken care of first. So now when you're adding on these extra things, it's stretching your finances so tight that you don't have the room to absorb or to handle an unexpected expense or an extra thing you want to do or whatever it is for you. But it's not because you don't have some innate ability to manage your money well. It's that you weren't willing to learn and implement the things that you needed to to get yourself on a stronger financial footing first. I tell people all the time, if you can practice law, you can manage your money. Managing your money well, building wealth, all of that is really simple. Way simpler than the sophisticated things that you're doing in your practice. You don't have to win the lottery. You don't have to start a side business. You don't have to have some wealthy uncle you didn't know about who dies and leaves you a million dollars. You're going to make way more than a million dollars in your job. The question is, how much of it are you going to keep? The amount you keep comes from you learning the skill of managing your money well. And that's why there are people who achieve millionaire status who aren't working in fields that are traditionally highly paid. And there are people who are in high paying fields who are broke because it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep. And again, that goes back to you learning the skills. So it's not having the special X factor. It's not about being born good with money or not good with money. It's literally learning skills coupled with cultivating the mindset to implement them. And I use the word cultivate very purposely here because you can change your mindset. This is exactly the work I do with my clients over the course of working together. Yes, I teach you skills, but more importantly, I help you change your mindset and think about money and your ability to manage it differently. And that's what makes it all come together. There is no X factor. There's only being willing to learn and do the work to achieve the goals you have. So don't give yourself the excuse of not being good with money anymore. It's not true. If you can learn to practice law, you can learn to manage your money. 
the thing you have to decide is whether you're willing to do so. If you're not, that's perfectly fine, but be honest with yourself about it. The worst thing is lying to yourself, right? Don't tell yourself that you're just not good with money. Tell yourself that, yes, I can learn some new skills. I can choose to do different things with my finances, and I just don't want to do that right now. All right, I hope you enjoyed that rewind episode. As I said in the episode, if you can practice law, you can manage your money better. You can build wealth. They are skills that you can learn. It's not that somebody is inherently good or better at it than you. So if you're willing to put in that time, you can absolutely do it. All right, that is it for this week's episode. If you have not done so already, please share this show with a friend. I want to get this information in the hands of as many lawyers as possible. And so by sharing this episode with a friend or two, that would really help. And I appreciate your support. As we close out, friend, I pray that you take the information you learn here, apply it in your life, and open up to the realization that wealth is available to you. As you do that consistently, week after week, you'll continue to take steps to regain control of your time, build wealth, and live the life of freedom and choice you deserve. Talk to you later.